Welcome to Inside the Upside Down on MikeRicksecker.com. Welcome to Inside the Upside Down. I know I didn't have intro music. <laughs> I didn't get it all set up. You'll have to excuse the lack of intro music. But welcome to a great show. We've got uh, Haunted Legends, Inside Haunted Legends up tonight. Uh, with me is Shauna, our chat shenanigator. There she is Hi. waving at you. Let me skip this ad here for the Periscope people. There we go. So it's set up down there for them to view. It's kind of an awkward setup, but it's what's working for now. All right. So i got a lot of people that have hung out in the chat between shows. It's awesome. Thank you guys very much for that. Really do appreciate it. And so and look, now I'm getting notifications on my desktop that we're live. Yes, we know we're live. <laughs> so tonight we are covering Haunted Legends and more specifically... Um, the area that's known as the Gore Orphanage, or the, the ruins that are known as the, as the Gore Orphanage, which is actually the Swift Mansion. And Shauna, um, you were kind of already talking about this a little bit on our last show on, on Edge of the Rabbit Hole, about um, the energy and the things that you felt, and you know, kind of the, you know, the way that you um, felt during the video that we just posted last night about. So you just want to kind of recap for everybody, because we have other people uh, on the show right now that weren't for that weren't around for the first one. So X Group Home Kid is in the house, Ether Shadow, um, some others that, that I guess weren't there for uh, Edge of the Rabbit Hole. So, quick recap. Yeah, just it, this place is a really interesting place for me. Um, and just watching the video, you know, it's it's kind of like when you're reading a good book, how you can just climb in. And you kind of feel what's going on. You know, you can visualize it like you're a part of it. Um, this video, for me, was kind of the same thing because, um, you know, I was a part of it. But it was like being drawn in again, you know. And could it be part of wonderful editing on the part of its creator? Or could it also be that it's just one of those locations that just, you know, is so interesting, so compelling that it just, you know, sucks you right back in? Yeah. Um, Yeah, there's um, just kind of show you, you know, this is the original house. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, there was details and there was. You kind of breaking up a little bit there. So I got there were details. <laughs> um, did we lose? Did we lose you? Uh oh. We may have lost Shauna. Are we good? Uh, your your image is still anybody still I hear you. Can you hear me? Hello. Maybe it'll kick back in here. So. Hello. I hear you. <laughs> uh oh. Oh, it was everything was perfect the first show. Of course now. Here we go. And boom, she's gone. So we'll try to get her back. It happens. So, oh, we don't want to get Vanessa back. And hopefully it'll kick back in. Okay, so I'll just carry on with the show, and hopefully she will reconnect here. 
Were you calling me? <laughs> so I reconnected with Vanessa. No, I'm trying to get Shauna back. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, All right, bye, dear. <laughs> so it, it tried to call both of you. So here we go. Guest appearance from Vanessa on Inside the Upside Down. <laughs> You're lucky I wasn't naked. Oh, I love <laughs> your lighting, by the way. Yeah, this is what we use for uh, Friday Night Ghost Frights. So. That's fucking And there she is. <laughs> hey, I'm going to hang up, okay? All right, go ahead hang up. <laughs> Bye. Bye. All right, so <laughs> Vanessa's gone. Shauna, can you hear us or hear me? And I can't hear you. <laughs> so you can't, you guys can't see her, but she just word uh, mouthed the word "fuck me." So her two words. <laughs> okay, so this is um, yeah. Now she's cracking up. So we had this uh, before setting up earlier. So okay, let's try this. Whatever you did uh, last time around, which I don't know what you did on your end last time so hopefully uh, hopefully we'll get that figured out yeah do I need to disconnect <laughs> all right so let's try to disconnect and reconnect let's do that real quick I know and see if I can just get her rather than both of them. So, sorry guys, this is kind of not a good start to the show. I, I apologize for all of that. So I know you're expecting what our show is supposed to be about, and I'll try to call her back. So let me go back into, okay, Gore Orphanage. So Gore Orphanage is not really Gore Orphanage, which is kind of like the whole crux of the matter. Um, hopefully she's picking up here. So the building known as Gore Orphanage was actually the Swift Mansion. And so, you know, the whole legend, you guys have probably heard it, where, you know, supposedly, and there's advertisement, awesome, where supposedly uh, old man Gore um, ran this orphanage, he would lock the children up at night, and one night there was a fire that uh, took the building and all the children within the building perished uh, from this fire, which is a total fabrication. It's not what happened at all. So I don't know what's happening here. It's spinning, and there she is. Can you see me? Can you hear me? Both. Awesome. Fucking there we go. Fabulous. <laughs> I am so tired of this. Yeah. <laughs> I hate Skype. Uh, yes, our Skype issues. Mm-hmm. So, Shauna, I was just telling them while you're reconnecting what the legend is, which is a total fabrication. Um, you know, about old man Gore, about the children being locked up at night, um, about the fire that took the building and killed all the children. Um, that's the legend. But the truth is that it was the Swift Mansion. And the orphanage that it's associated with was up the hill, but that orphanage didn't come into play until after the Swift Mansion was abandoned. So it's one of those where, you know, local legend is really um, taking this to just really weird places. Um, the building itself did burn down, but like years after, the orphanage was even gone. So it's, you know, the building was never used as an orphanage. 
the orphanage did own the property was uh, the Light of Hope or Orphanage. It wasn't called Gore at all. We'll get into uh, the Gore for a second um, here. But basically, the building wasn't used by um, the orphanage at all for, you know, for keeping children there or anything. They, they bought the property for the fields back behind it so they could farm. Um, the children would go up and down the hill on the road. We definitely have some things to talk about with that road. Um, so they were by the house. You know, they probably played in it a little bit, but they didn't live there. They didn't stay there, nothing like that. Um, so up the hill, there was a girls' dormitory, a boys' dormitory, um, you know, some barns, a church, a schoolhouse, things like that. Um, where Gore comes into play, that word existed for that road before the orphanage was there. It was originally Gore Road, and it was called that because okay, a gore, it's a wedge-shaped piece of land, was used for a map correction. So they called it Gore Road because they, for this map correction, they made a gore. <laughs> when the orphanage came along uh, in 1903, which is after the Swift Mansion was abandoned, they appended the word orphanage on there. So, okay, this was Gore Road. There's an orphanage down here now. So to kind of give people an idea of what's in the area, they did that. Um, the children that died that were associated with the house itself, um, they were the Wilbur children. There's a second family to live in there. Um, not really known if they actually died within the house, but four of them in the span of six days died of diphtheria. And there were supposed seances that happened at the house to try to contact the children because the Wilbers were spiritualists. Um, they finally left the house in 1901. That was two years before the orphanage came in. The orphanage, we're going to get into some of the details about that because there were some real horrific things that happened there. The orphanage closed shop in 1916. Down the hill where the Swift Mansion was, that burned down in 1923 from a totally unrelated fire. Nobody was in it. Nobody died from it. Um, it was kind of sad as there were talks of restoring it, and a project had actually started. They put plans into place to actually restore the building, and then it burned. So, okay. <laughs> so I got all that out. Um, and Shauna, you're still here. <laughs> yes, I'm I still here. I think we can hear you. So, kind of the uh, metamorphosis of a, of a legend here. So, you, know, you can chime in, of course, at any time, but here is, again... You know, the uh, the Swift Mansion in all of its splendor. And it was a beautiful building. Uh, Greek Revival structure, but never used as an orphanage. Um, Crazy Canuck Patrick is asking, why was the Swift Mansion abandoned? Um, well, after the Wilbur family uh, left, you know, basically it's a money thing. It's an it's a expensive building to keep up. It's also kind of out in the middle of nowhere, uh, at least it's certainly at that time it was out in the middle of nowhere. It wasn't in an ideal place, um, you know, to, to, <laughs> to have anything. It's kind of um, down in the hollow. It's near a creek. Um, it's kind of away from everything. So it just, it, it's kind of location and money, you know. That was a very large place. Um, here's the... Uh, Okay, let's see. There's the Wilbur family there on the steps. And so you can also see some of the children here. So it's believed that these are 
children that, that actually perished from diphtheria. Um, Shauna, do you, now you were feeling, the second time we were there, you were feeling some energy. Um, was it any of the energy of these children? The first visit that I had, I really didn't feel much of anything, and I think it was because we were in such a rush and I really couldn't get a lock on anything. But, you know, and, I, and even then, you know, we knew that, you know, children had died there from illness. So I was expecting, I was hoping to feel something, but I just, you know, didn't get it. Um, and then the second time, um, where I stopped, I was walking around, you know, in the area, and then all of a sudden I was, you know, kind of pulled to a spot and started really not feeling really well. And, um, but I could step out of this spot. I could step in and out of it, which I always find so weird because it always makes me wonder, um, am I probably, I'm probably stepping into an imprint of some kind, you know, if you can step in and out of it, you know, I really, my mind refuses to believe that a spirit is standing right there projecting stuff at me and is going to stand still still while I move around it. I right. mean, even a child. Don't really think that that's going to happen. I think that I was stepping in probably, and when you looked at the, the layout, the blueprints of the house, which you have. Which I do. Um, I can bring those up. Yeah, I was literally stepping into an area that would have been close to the bedrooms. Um, so I very well could have stepped into. Yep. I brought in the wrong one. That's one of the blueprints that just shows the front and side view. Let me get the... Um, you guys are going to see me add something. So <laughs> let me bring in the right picture. You can keep talking. That's fine. Yeah, I, you know, and, and that's not, you know, a haunting to me. You know, it's just, it's just lingering energy. It's an imprint. Um, you know, I could step in and out of the place, in and out of the spot. So, you know, I immediately just, you know, blew it off as that. Um, there we go. But it still, still felt like, you know, there were eyes just everywhere. I mean, you know, from across the way, you know, um, close by. I mean, it just felt like, you know, more than one person. Yeah, and, and Don Spooky Spectacular was saying that um, this this picture here with the family that she was picking up and, and sensing. Uh, people looking through the windows. So not just the family here on the stairs, but that there uh, may have been spirits looking through the windows. Now, prior to the Wilbers uh, was the Swift family. The Swifts ended up leaving um, because they they made some bad deals in the uh, railroad industry. So they lost their money and couldn't upkeep it. Um, and Tom is asking you again if, if you felt the uh, children there. So let me show you guys what it looks like now. So there's the uh, the floor plans again, but this is it. I got this is a ghosty pick, <laughs> but um, this is actually um, okay. If you look back here with the uh, with the family pick, where they're uh, sitting on those um, uh, those big stone blocks next to the uh, the stairs. This is actually one of those big stone blocks, and the stairs which had been going up, of course, before, are now sunk down right on the other side of that big block. And all those other stones back behind that 
in that little what looks like a little gully back there that's actually the uh where the basement had been and all those stones are, are part of the structure so yes and they're they're cheering for ghosty <laughs> so. yeah the kids you know i i believe that there is a lot of lingering energy there um residual but there's definitely uh something you know kind of keeping an eye on things and following us around especially once we started taking the journey um to the same you know paths you know that they took from you know the house to um the actual buildings that were used as orphanages i mean you know that 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 entire paranormal road yeah. uh was was so interesting to me i mean you know you're basically that's what i like about um you know it's more than just researching history i mean getting out there and walking the same walking walking in their footsteps basically yeah you know um yeah walking up the walking up and down the same road that they would have taken their carts yeah yeah and that that entire area up there i mean you know kind of you know, getting up closer to the end where the road just basically fell away. Literally. Uh, <clears throat> it was a cliff. Literally. Yeah, literally. Um, there was a lot of, you know, just of my own. I, I'm, I, I don't like extreme heights. Not that that was, you know, too extreme, but um, there was a lot of uh, anxiety up there. And I don't know if it was because of just me wondering whether or not, um, any more of it was going to, you know, give way while we were up there. It felt pretty solid, but you never know. Or, you know, did something like that actually happen? Well, yeah. Maybe not that... to those kids. Maybe not to, you know, those kids. But um... Yeah, it could have been anybody. I actually didn't include <laughs> a pic of it in this slideshow, but I'll add one in now. So if you guys can kind of see, this is the road that goes up the hill, and... You know, this was like a full road, you know, two lanes <laughs> for traffic. Um, and it's basically just down to a little path now, and it falls away to the right there. The river is basically eating away at the road. But they would have gone up and down here. <clears throat> um, see if I can find a pick with the guardrail in it, because that's kind of crazy. The guardrail is like off, you know, way down the hill. Um, but, yeah, because we even remarked, um, when we were going up and down there that, yeah, it may not have been the children, but, um, you know, any cars or traffic or what have you, uh, going through there, you know, could have, you know, had an accident. So I think this one has the guardrail <clears throat> where you can kind of, oh, uh, yeah, there we go. See the guardrails way the heck down there. So, yeah, it's, um. That was crazy walking through there. Yeah, the the energy, you know, there was a lot of different energy in different spots. And some of it, you know, kind of just came in and left. It wasn't really anything that made me feel um, like it was anything that was going to interact with me uh, until on the trip back. And then 
um, there was definitely something waiting for us whenever we got back. <laughs> we got a question. Um, did you see any carriage wheel ruts? Um, it was asphalt. So, you know, they kept up on the road until I'm actually not sure when they closed it down. Um, but it wasn't all that long ago, you know, because they, they kept it up for a, quite a while. So it was asphalt at this point. Um, we do know from reading some of the accounts of uh, the children that they did like pull, hand pull carts um, around the farms and up and down the hill because the, uh, uh, the one child actually stole money from the sugar bowl to go buy himself a bike because he was tired of like pulling by hand these carts and he wanted to go get a bike to uh to help himself out and of course he uh he got beaten for that so um yeah so yeah repaved it, it, if there were carriage ruts there at one point it's they're long since gone so um were there limestones there um those big blocks I, i'm not sure um what kind of stone that is the pillars were sandstone, that much I know. And so that was another mystery, Shauna, that we encounter were the uh, the big pillars. Because <clears throat> there's the one there that's all defaced, that's been chipped away, kids have spray painted on, and all that garbage. But we found the bases of two others, and we didn't know where the heck they made off to. So let me show you guys what we're talking about. Um... So, newspaper, we'll get into that in a minute. So, okay. So, this is a shot of the front of the house. You can see there on the right-hand side, there's this pillar that's lining the drive, right? It's just one that's sitting there. That's gone. That's no longer there. Um, here's another. You can see it on the side of the house there. Um, it's kind of next to that tree. It's kind of part of the fence line. And there's a we have a close-up shot of it as well. So you kind of get the idea of what it looks like. And let me show you, because there's two. Okay, just to preface it, there. So there's two missing. There's the one that's been all defaced and, and destroyed, but then we found the bases of two others, and we were wondering for a while where they were, where they went. So, we so found them. I don't know if you're watching in the chat or not, but um, B3 airspace, far left of one of the pics, they see a lady sitting on the ground in a big hat. Okay. We'll go back, because the whole point of this was like, boom, this is up the hill. You see that pillar in that yard there? That looks precisely the same as that. So basically what this property is, this was at the top of that hill with the cliff. This property had once been where the where the boys' dormitory had been. The, the house that's there now is not that same building, but built on top of the same site. So there's one of these pillars on either side of that driveway. So basically what we have surmised is that children were instructed to drag up a couple of pillars from the abandoned house and bring them up there to line the driveway. So now you're saying in one of these pictures, the far left of that pick, which pick was it? I guess is the question. 
So we'll bring up a, a couple of the picks here. Is it this? I think it was one of the ones. This pick or that pick? I thought it was one of the ones up on the hill. Um, I don't know. Oh, on the hill. Everybody in chat who was talking about it, which one, which picture is it? What was in the, what was in the picture? But I don't know what was in, I mean, there's, yeah, describe the picture. <laughs> um, Donna's <clears throat> had, uh, posted something from Ether Shadow. This place was the house that burned down just before the restorations began. Yeah. Um, there were plans in place to restore the house and they never got acted upon because yeah. the house burned down first. The picture, picture with, with ghost in it. Oh, wow. Okay. That was, um, which is the ghosty pick? This one. And they see a lady wearing a big hat. Where at? Left or the right of the picture? I'm not sure. The far left. Far left on the ground. See lady sitting on ground in a big hat. Okay. Okay. Near the top. Near the top. So back there. Okay, so where that would have been... Um, okay. You have to remember where Ghosty is is the front of the house. That back corner over there... I'll bring up the floor plan. You guys can get an idea. Oh, and that's the wrong floor plan again. Uh, I think it was this. Nope. This one. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so that would have been... Um, right there around that space between the kitchen and the dining room. Along that back side. If you guys can see that. So that, where you're seeing her at, is right around in that area. Kitchen, dining room, uh, probably the doorway area around there. So I wasn't 100% sure if I was seeing what everybody else was seeing. I, th I think I saw something, but I... You want to bring up the ghosty pick again? Yes, please. Okay. It, to me, it looks like... It's where that stick or tree trunk is sticking up. The lady is behind it. Okay. Yep, I see what you're talking about. Spaces. Yeah, so that that's right about where that would have been is the... Uh, Kind of that space between the dining room and the kitchen. And there is... I, uh, I kind of see... Um, but I can't really say for sure because... I can't tell if it's one of those... Um, everything is matrix thing. I'm not really 100% sure. Um, it's one of those, like with the one at the grade school that we did, where if you manipulate the picture, you know, does the image still stay there or does it right. change, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, we could play around with it a little bit, see what we get. But, yeah, B3 airspace, a pale beige dress with a dark hat. So, interesting. So, Okay. I'm going to have to blow the picture up now. Yeah, we'll have to blow the picture up. So it's interesting that you guys are getting something back there. So it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely an interesting location with a, with a lot of, um, with a lot of energy that kind of, it kind of fluctuates because, you know, like Shauna was saying, 
you know, the first time we were there, we didn't really feel much. And it may have been because we were rushed. I went back, um, like, maybe a week or two later, because we were basically going through the area. Um, I was bringing Shauna back to Illinois, because she was out to Ohio to visit. And so I went back there so a couple weeks later because I was we were starting to put together some footage. We captured footage, of course, while we were there. I went back to get some additional footage. And, yeah, I mean, it may have just been nature, but I kept hearing stuff up in the trees um, that was just – it, but it didn't feel natural. It didn't seem natural. And I grew up, like, right next to the woods. It was out in the woods all the time. So I have a very good idea of what things are supposed to sound like. Um, there was another time I was back there. Excuse me. Uh, it really seemed like somebody was watching me from the back side of the house. Um, and you, Shauna, actually got that. We have that in the video that we posted um, last night where you were feeling that somebody's watching you near that same area, but kind of a little further um, down by where that one pillar is. I was where I felt like I was being watched from was a little bit more towards the back, but it was still kind of like that same side of the house area. So. Um, and it's just a lot of different type of energy there. Yeah, it was, I could, you could, I could feel like someone was watching, but then all of a sudden it felt like they were wanting me to notice that they were watching me. Mm -hmm. Like the energy, the vibe they were putting out was like, you know, you know, yeah, I'm checking you out, but you know, if you want to notice that I'm checking you out now, that would be cool too. You right. know, I mean, I just, I know I was going about my business just kind of like around and then all of a sudden it's just like. You know, like, I really feel like, you know, I'm being watched now. Right. So. So, in all of this is actually, you have to keep in mind, this is actually separate from everything that's going on at the orphanage. You know, the, the legend is just so different, although there are some parts that are true, like the abuse of the children. You know, it was superimposed onto this building down there on the Swift Mansion, but that was truly going on up the hill at the orphanage. So one thing that uh, we were able to dig up, we're trying to do some uh, research here, you know, were some uh, newspaper clippings and accounts from children of what was going on. So the orphanage, because there was one there, of course, that's where Gore Orphanage Road comes into place, was uh, the Light of Hope Orphanage. And you can see here um, the, the, the man and the woman on either side, those are the Sprungers, um, John and Katie, who actually brought their orphanage from uh, Indiana to the Vermilion, Ohio area, Birmingham, that area there, and created this just up the hill from the Swift Mansion. Um, and like I said, they bought that property too and just used the fields. Um, but they came under abuse charges in 1909. Um, there were children that escaped that ran away and told of their stories. Um, when this happened, it was a couple of girls that actually uh, swam across the Vermilion River to get out from there. Um, and there, a couple of these ladies down here at the bottom took them into their care. The, the one lady, this Miss Griswold, actually taught um, school at the, uh, at the orphanage, but it was like really hit or miss. Um, because if there was more important work go, that had to be done at the farm, the, the children weren't allowed to go. And so one of the kids actually ran away because he said he wanted to learn something <laughs> because he was never allowed to actually go to school because there's too much work to do. 
Um, you know, there are, you know, many stories of, um, you know, where, where kids were, were beaten, um, had, had a strap taken to them. Um, some of the stories about the, the food um, are terrible, like having eggs twice in the span of eight months. Um, you know, just, diff you know, they weren't allowed to eat certain things, um, even though, uh, what was one of the things that, even though they had a lot of cows on the farm, they only, they, they never had butter. <clears throat> um that their um, corn was boiled in the same pots that they cleaned the underwear in. Um, so really some nasty stuff. Um, you know, numbers of uh, girls using the same bath water. Um, so it was like, you know, five, five, six girls that were, you know, all taking baths in the same bath water. Um, and the, uh, uh, Katie, when she went up on stand, was like, well, you know, I just, you know, I'm too busy <laughs> to to figure all this out, which was, like, ridiculous. So, um, yeah, it was just horrible, horrible conditions there. Um, John Sprunger died uh, two years after uh, the, the court cases, and then the orphanage was completely shut down in 1916. So, um, terrible stuff so happened there. So, the, the actual buildings... The orphanages themselves, where all of that happened, um, the one of them is a private residence now, right? Well, what that is, um, that was the schoolhouse and um, church. So there's, and I, I don't have the clip here because it was a video clip that we have of it. Um, but we saw the bell when we drove by. Uh, we saw the bell and I was like, oh, that must have been a church or a schoolhouse or something. And then reading one of the accounts from one of the boys... Um, he was talking about having helped to build a barn, and you know there was the schoolhouse and the uh, uh, church building that that was there, which was right it was, it was right there where you know the girls' dormitory was like a, a little bit further down the road. So um, you can see the girls' dormitory in that photo there. So that's what the well, that's what the house looked like um, where the girls stayed. So and that building is gone. Um, there's a new housing development that they put in its place, and for a while, um, apparently the foundation of it was still there, but when they put the new housing development in, foundation is just gone. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's one of those where, you know, you hear the legends of abuse by quote-unquote old man Gore, who never existed, but those stories of abuse did happen. There, they were just carried out by the Sprungers at this Light of Hope orphanage. Which There's was... a movie about it, also. There is. Um, I I didn't watch it, and I could barely make it through the trailer for it. It. it I you, you know it, I I, I, I rented that this past weekend, and I will say, do not waste your two dollars on uh, Amazon to rent it. Um, I mean, for one, it's like. Somebody created the movie in their backyard. Yeah, it was it was terrible. <laughs> it was absolutely shitty quality. Um, but also, everything, every detail about the movie is incorrect. Every single detail about the movie is incorrect. They they keep to the story of um, you know the children burning in the fire and, and all of that um, instead of a quote unquote old man gore. <clears throat> um, they had uh 
it was his daughter. So it was like this mean old woman that was there running the orphanage. Uh, apparently, their their backstory is that um, you know Mr. Gore was an orphan himself, and he really loved orphans, and so um, the daughter was jealous of all orphans, and so when he passed away and she took over the orphanage, she was abusive to the orphans because her father loved them more than her. So, which is completely bullshit. <laughs> but that was their, their premise of the movie. And there was a you know new little girl coming in and kind of basically from her point of view, being a new girl at this, at this orphanage. So it was, you know, but they had the audacity that in the, um, in the little dining room that they had on the walls, they did have the words light and hope painted on the walls. That's like the only little piece, a little shred of, oh yeah, there's a, there's a real truth that we're not even going to tell you behind this movie. It was terrible. Everybody so. is that. There are two or three people asking how to find this movie. So, I mean, I, I just happened to see something pop yeah, up. Yeah, I, I would not recommend wasting your $2 on it. It's a, it's a $1.99 rental on, on uh, Amazon Prime or Amazon if you got the app for your TV or whatever. Um, it's terrible. Um, Donna Gordon, there were actually animal welfare, welfare laws before child welfare laws were made. Um, yeah, you know, it's um, that's one of the things that was brought up if you read some of the newspaper articles like there's a lot of information in there in, in the uh, from the vermilion news and one of the things they did talk about was that there was a lot of real gray area in here because there weren't laws in place for how to handle um orphans or children that were left at orphanages or how orphanages were supposed to be uh you know run and what was supposed to happen to the children there none of that stuff was really in place um i do mention in the video I have to throw this out there. At this same time that all this shit was going down at the Light of Hope Orphanage, my great-great-great-great-grandfather uh, was working in Cleveland at that time as the head humane agent. And at that time, the Humane Society wasn't just about animals. Uh, it wasn't about your fluffy puppies and all that stuff. Um, you know, they actually dealt a lot with horses <laughs> and abuse happening to horses. But they actually dealt with, in large part, with um, with children that you know were, were orphans or missing or um, had been left on doorsteps, or, you know, or were in abuse, in abuse situations. Um, they uh, they were a collection, a collection agency for uh, for fathers who owed child support, and they did a lot of that type of work. And so uh, he was featured um, in a number of articles, but they had like one big, real big front page sw uh, spread on how it was uh, his goal to make sure that any child that came through his humane agency in Cleveland was to be found a real home that he was not going to leave them in an institution like this orphanage because he knew of the shit that went down in places like that and so he didn't want that to happen to any child so he found a real homes and that's what the humane society did a hundred years ago so um yeah they're asking okay is it a newer movie yeah it was just like a couple of years ago or something that came out I, I really don't recommend you guys watch it it is a total piece of crap um it's just absolutely terrible 
So uh, I thought I missed another question here. Sean, I would definitely go out there. He, Sean says he wants to go to... Oh, Sean, he wants to go to Gore. Um, yeah. Always heard the stories were not true. So, yeah. Um, oh, you and I hit this button at the same time. That's funny. Um, yeah, John, come on out. I'll, I'll, I'll take you right there. Um, yeah, and that's the thing is that um, if you actually do like a little bit of research on it, and you find out, okay, all these stories, you know, about... Um, quote unquote old man gore and all that stuff aren't true about the swift mansion um but there's there's stuff going on there you know the the big thing excuse me that's associated with the swift mansion so basically i, I guess the the thing is is that these are a couple of stories about two different places that have been meshed into one there's also a possible third that's been put into here as well and that's the collinwood school fire um, which happened in the Cleveland area, and basically what happened there was school caught on fire, and a bunch of kids couldn't get out in time, and a lot of children did die in that fire. So that may have been superimposed onto this as well, but basically it's, it's two different stories that have been meshed into this one. So you had the orphanage up the hill and all the atrocities that happened up there, and then you had this abandoned house down at the bottom that back in that day they did call, they did call it a haunted house um, when it did burn down, and that's another thing. It did actually burn down just seven years after the orphanage closed and nobody was in it. It was completely abandoned at the time. But the headline in the newspaper was, um, you know, haunted house burns down. So they already were calling it the haunted house back then. Um, so it's basically, yeah, these, these two stories, very separate stories coming together. And there's also, you know, some of the speculation about the Wilbers being spiritualists and them conducting seances at this location to try to communicate with the uh, four children, the four grandchildren that died of diphtheria. Whether or not the children died there, they did actually conduct these seances there. So there may be some energy, you know, from that that's lingering around. So, uh, Sean, I don't know if you want to chime in on that about <clears throat> any of that type of energy that may be there. Um. I don't really remember being able to discern any of that kind of activity going on. Um, I don't pick up stuff uh, like that. Like, I can't feel if someone that has passed on was into stuff like that. Um, unless they project that thought directly into my mind and it just, you know, I have a light bulb moment. Mm -hmm. um, I basically just feel you know, energy when it's there, symptoms of how people died or what they were sick from or um, that, that's, that's what I got. <laughs> I mean, that's all I've got. I'm, I'm fine with having that too. I mean, yeah. I don't really need full disclosure. Um, you know, it, it would, it would drive me nuts if I, you know, <laughs> felt, heard, seen, saw everything, you know, right. kind of so. like what happens with the nuts. So, yeah. Yeah, so, I couldn't be even less so. um, I do want to uh, point something out here. Anita Ackerman says, My granddad's father was hung in Ohio. He was placed in White's Orphanage in Pennsylvania, ran away at 10, was a house of horror. Um, and she shared that on um, the Gore Orphanage video that we put out yesterday. Um, I think she said that the uh, rope was still hanging on the tree from where he was hung. So I, I want to thank her for, for sharing the story. So, um, yeah. 
uh, Sean says that he is in. So, yeah, let, let's set that up. I'll take you out there. Um, and right now, well, it's snowing right now, but when snow clears off a little bit, um, during this time of year, I think, Shauna, you and I found it a little bit better because all the foliage had died off. And you could actually see the stones and, and all of that. It was going during the summer. Everything was so overgrown. There were parts we couldn't get to. Yeah. So, um, and something that I did, um, I did notice that we haven't really um, taken a look at. Okay, there's that again. Uh, I want to go back to the uh, plans. So on the back right side, there is a woodshed and a wash house. And we didn't really go back into that area there so much. I mean, the well's over on that side, um, but a little closer to the house. And so that we, we about stopped at the well. Um, we do have a 360 video out there where I put the 360 cam inside the well. And so you get a really unique perspective <laughs> looking up from the bottom of the well. Um, so that's some other locations there. Uh, it's, it's really kind of like around the wash house area where I, I felt I was being watched from, where you were kind of like more around the side of, of by the well. So, see, even now, there there's so much more to, uh, you know, kind of research and discover. Um, you're, you're never quite done. You know, which I, I always find fascinating about, you know, digging into these old legends. Um is being able to kind of keep going back and researching and, um, you know, and it's, and it's not just this area. I mean, we're highlighting this area cause we just released the video, but you know, you could say the same thing for, you know, like Helltown, which was a completely, you know, you know, I'm talking about a big clusterfuck of stories, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that one, um, we highlighted that one back in October. Um, you know, all, all the stories about, you know, uh, uh, toxic waste and you know all this other garbage um when it was basically the the government was taking over the the land um so it, it's you know and that was just back during the 70s and 80s and so you know, imagine there okay that's a 30 to 40 year span of time and so many different crazy stories have come out of that you know like you know the witch and the church of satan and all that stuff that's not really there but all the stories have been created and passed down over just 30 or 40 years so you can imagine the metamorphosis of the story from um you know from the gore orphanage road area you know the the light of hope orphanage and the swift mansion how you know you've had a hundred years for that story to change and morph and uh take a different shape so um, we have some people. Creepy's taken off. Thank you, Creepy. So, uh, yeah, Tom McNicholas. Most of the stories I read are about the children's cries from being burned in the fire around the remains. Yeah, exactly. That That's completely fake because there were no children that died in a fire there. Um, and and that's, of course, the story that the, they do in the, in the stupid movie. Um, yeah, there were no children that died in a fire. There was a fire that was there at the house. It was abandoned at the time that it burned down. The children did not stay in the house. They stayed up the hill in two separate dormitories. There was a, both a girls' dormitory and a boys' dormitory. Um, the only you know mass number of children that died in a fire um, anywhere near the area 
anywhere near that time frame was out in the Collinwood area in the Cleveland area and that's still like a good 30 miles away at least so yeah it's complete complete fake um, fortunately there are a number of sites out there that debunk all of that but there's still a lot of sites out there that perpetuate the false story so which is sad but the false story for some reason people think is the better story to tell but you know what Shauna the real story to me is more horrific yeah what actually happened you know is I mean not that a fire isn't tragic you know it is um, but what happened there you know what the reality um, to me is you know more sad than anything that's been created about that place. I mean, you know, children were, you know, sick and suffered, you know, and died there. Um, yeah, and then, you know, the thought of, you know, their, you know, family, you know, if, if they were truly spiritualists and, you know, did seances and stuff like that, I mean, um, to try to get in contact with them, you know, I mean, there's, there's just a lot of sadness, you know, in that area, just, um, yeah, it, it is, it is pretty tragic, just, you know, what the truth is tragic yeah. enough without having to make up lies. Yeah, and some people there in the chat that are saying that the real story is more horrific um, and Don saying, could you imagine uh, being a child and being thrown away like that? Yeah, the uh, the one story that we that we uh, highlighted in the video from yesterday, the story about Ben, um, <clears throat> he hadn't lost his parents. If you look at the the photo, you see him, his mother, and uh, one of his sisters. And basically, what happened? His father had died. <clears throat> his mother remarried. The man that she remarried already had a couple of kids. And so they felt that there were too many kids to handle in the household. So Ben and his little sister ended up in the orphanage. Now, check this out. When they ended up in the orphanage, when they first started in the orphanage, was back in Indiana. They got moved with um, oh, their names. The, uh, the guy and the woman. Um begins with an S. I, I know. <laughs> this is where it's been getting late, and I'm starting to get a little loopy. Um, these people. The Sprungers. The Sprungers. <laughs> the Sprungers. I can't. You want to know what my mind was thinking? <laughs> it begins with an S. I was thinking the slugs. Because they were, you know? <laughs> they were slugs. But I knew not they, that wasn't their name. So, yeah. So, basically, Ben moved with the Sprungers out to Ohio, so he was not only no longer anywhere, he, no, he wasn't no longer, um, geez, it is getting late, um, <laughs> with his family, he was like no longer even near them, way out here in Ohio now, you know, working his butt off, built his barn, getting beat, and so he eventually said, screw this, and ran away from the farm, you know, so, you know, very tragic, and his family was actually still intact his mom and dad were back in indiana totally 
off the subject, but scroll back up in the chat and okay. look at what Linda Lou put because Linda Lou. that because I'd kind of like to add that. Okay. Have you ever considered stopping at the John Day Dog Park in Indianapolis? There's some headstones inside the foundations of an old house next to the park owned by a 12-year-old boy named John King. We'll have to check it out. I mean, you drive through Indianapolis all the time. It's between you and me, so. Yeah. Yeah, completely off topic, but yeah. <laughs> no, I guess not completely off topic. It's, but yeah, we can do that. Thanks for, uh, thanks, thanks for the suggestion. Suggestion. Extra pumpkin. Sometimes people come up with stuff that did not happen, so they do not have to deal with what actually happened. Yeah, or, yeah, I think that's part of it. Um, I think part of it is also that, you know, they know something tragic happened. They can't remember what. They don't want to sound like an idiot. So it's like, uh, well, if this happened. And they start throwing shit together. Because they heard something over here. They heard something over there. They don't know, you know, what place it belonged to. But it's like, oh, we're here and I don't want to sound like an idiot. You know, because I'm trying to impress this girl. Because that was actually, even back then, a <laughs> hundred years ago, it was a hangout for teens to, you know, do shit at. So trying to impress the girl or whatever and they don't and they don't know the real story. Yeah. So and then that keeps going on and on because then the girl or whoever it is they're talking to goes back and you know, I heard this and that about, you know, the house down there. That's how shit gets rolling. So um have you guys ever checked out the Culberton mansion in New Albany, Indiana? Um nope. Haven't there's a there's Add a lot of places this. to get to. Add it to the list. You know what's funny, um, Shauna? I mean, we have between you and I, we have investigated at a lot of locations, and I, I almost find it funny that a lot of times, you know, people ask, "Have you investigated here? Have you investigated there?" And a lot of times, we have to say, "Nope, nope, nope." <laughs> you know, there's just that many locations out there. So. You know, I personally have been on a lot of investigations, but not to a large number of venues, only because, you know, the spots that I go to have so much going on, and there's so much more research to be done about them, and a new mm -hmm. activity keeps happening, and so I just stay with what I know. Yep. If I get the chance, you know, to travel, yes, you know, I do it, but... Um, I get drawn to the same locations, you know, a lot of the times. Unfortunately, a lot of my locations, you know, now are no longer standing. Right. Or no longer have access. Or, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. But. So, Andrew Cubbage asks, Mike, when you came here, did you see any tragedy? He's asking about the Cimarron Towers in Cushing, Oklahoma. Um... <clears throat> I don't really recall sensing tragedy. I mean, there was different energy throughout the building, depending on where you went. Um, I know we captured some EVPs there. Um, the one specifically I remember is um, a guy named Bob in, in one of the stairwells. Um, it's one of those, you know, it's, it's been so long. Um, you know, I have to go back through, you know, any, any of the evidence that we picked up back then. Um, and I guess that's what I remember about it is, you know, that... EVP in the stairwell, and then just how the energy was different um, as, as you moved about uh, throughout the building. So, um, 
don't remember any of it being tragic energy. I just, I, I can't recall offhand. <laughs> so what else we got? Um, have you heard of uh, Country Home Cemetery in Monroe Falls? Actually, I have heard of that cemetery. Yes, in Monroe Falls. I have heard, I haven't been there, but I have heard of it. Yeah. Um, so, okay. We're getting, any, and we'll take a couple more. I've got a couple more minutes. We'll take a couple more questions. You guys want to throw them in there? Um, Mike and Sean, have you ever investigated a military ship? Uh, I was on the U.S. Midway in San Diego. Crazy energy. A mil. I mean, I've been on military ships. Um, I have not actually investigated one. A military ship. No. Sean? Nope. The only ship that I've really spent extensive time on was the Goldenrod, and it was right. not a military ship. Yeah, it was not a so. military ship. So, um, yeah, it's... I've been on a number, but yeah, not for investigations. So, um, all right. So I think we'll probably just go ahead and start wrapping it up. Start uh, doing some shout-outs here. So it's a cool place, Mike. Yeah, um, definitely, Sean. It. Let's do that too. You can come out here and 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 do uh, the Swift Mansion area. Let's go out there and and do that cemetery. So. Um, ever investigate in New Jersey, uh, Clinton, <laughs> Clinton Road, New Jersey. Um, no, I haven't investigated in New Jersey. So it's, it's kind of strange because I, I used to live in Maryland, so I've investigated, you know, all around that area. Um, you know, so I've done some, you know, a lot there in Maryland, some in, you know, Pennsylvania, uh, Virginia, West Virginia, but, um, didn't hit New Jersey. So, <laughs> um, Yeah. All right, so shout-outs. <clears throat> oh, before you do the shout-outs, yes. Tom McNichol had a, had a question. Did he? Did I miss it? Yes, you did. I saw oh, it. Oh, and it's it pronounced Susby, Deborah Susby. Okay. So, Tom McNichols, did you sense anything at the grave site? Oh, um, yeah, you know, he's talking about at Maple Grove Cemetery, <clears throat> the grave they have the children's grave there, and it's a really nice memorial because they have a, a nice statue there for the whole family. Um, each of the stones for um, the grandparents and then the parents. Um, they're right in the middle of the children. Oh, it's just sad. You know, it, it's just really sad. And that's basically what I, I picked up from the area. And that, that in the video, I kind of mentioned that a couple times that it, it was sad. So that's what I got. So if you haven't seen that video yet, um, it's. It's the uh, Gore Orphanage Legends video. It's a Ghosts and Legends episode that we just put out last night. So go check that out. Um, and if you haven't subscribed to the channel yet, by all means, subscribe to the channel. So um, get all and kinds of... if you of... have subscribed to the channel, just share it on your wall. Yes. We'll take that. Share it on your wall. We are trying to get to 5,000 subscribers before the end of the month. So <laughs> that's, that's the goal. So... Um, and if you subscribe, by all means, watch the videos because it doesn't mean anything if you subscribe and don't watch the videos. So, <laughs> all right. So let's get to the shout-outs. <clears throat> Donald Gordon, thank you for handling the uh, chat tonight. Really do appreciate that. Um, yeah, there's history wherever people have uh, lived and died somewhere. Absolutely. <clears throat> See, I'm losing it. Uh, B3 Airspace, thank you for all the uh, questions tonight. Really do appreciate that. Sean Gilmore, um, 
buddy evp paranormal thank you uh very much uh ether shadow thanks for joining us tonight joe vinci uh, thank you, and he says he loves the channel. I uh, really appreciate that. Uh, Spooky Spectacular Dawn, thank you very much for joining us. And you joined the second one. <laughs> you got the refresh going. All right. Uh, Deborah Susby, I think I got the pronunciation right this time because you posted it there, and I can read. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lisa Butts, MCHPR, thanks for joining in. Appreciate that. Um, Jen K, thanks for joining us again. You've been joining us uh, several weeks now. Um, I'll, I'll always welcome new Mad Hatters. <laughs> uh, Andrew Cox, thank you, and Andrew Cubbage, both Andrews, one and two. Uh, Kathy Salento, or Salento, Cilient, what is it, Ciliento? It's like I butcher it like three times in a row, and then I think I eventually get it right. <laughs> uh, uh, who else do we have? Joanne Rubino, thanks. As always, Zippy Davis, thank you very much. Zippy is always, like, on top of, like, whenever we post a video, he's always, like, the first one in there to say, awesome video. <laughs> it's cool. Patrick. Uh, yep, Patrick, Crazy Canuck. Thank you. Katie Palmer. Katie Palmer, thank you. Tom McNicholas. And, hey, we got to say, uh, Periscope Peeps, hello down there. How you doing? <laughs> See, here you go. This, these are our Periscope Peeps. So, all right. So, yeah, well, we're getting some hearts. Awesome. So I know Tom and probably Linz is in there. Linz White in the house. All right. Um, and Tom McNicholas is one of our great uh, deep down the rabbit hole Patreon supporters. So um, he gets his name, him and Grizz, uh, get their names at the end of our videos uh, for being a deep down the rabbit hole Patreon supporter. There's different levels and tiers. Um but they're they're awesome. So check that out. That's patreon.com slash on the road media. Um I got I got the Andrews. Did I miss anybody here? Lin, Linda Lou. Thank you for uh, for your input tonight. Appreciate that. And there was uh, Anita that was here, uh, Ackerman. I appreciate her sharing uh, sharing her story. X group home kid. Didn't forget him either. Um uh, Jody Brewer, thanks for joining us again tonight. Do we have our viewer from japan in the house rika yamakaze yeah yeah not in here but i know eventually we'll watch so um all right i think uh gucci star thank you uh creepy karma i know already took off but um if you come back and watch the rest thank you and i think that is going to be about it if we missed you it's nothing personal we just there's a lot of people that chat, and so some people get missed. Yes, Mad Hatter's Rule. And uh, Donald Gort, one of our Cheshire cats, is down there as well. So, um, yeah. So I really appreciate you guys um, being in here tonight, staying up the extra hour. Is that your request? You guys wanted an extra hour, so we gave it to you. <laughs> um, next week, um, who do we have? So on the rabbit hole, I think next week is uh, Ken Boggle. Uh, yeah, next week is Ken Boggles week. And then on Inside the Upside Down, I don't know yet. <laughs> we'll post it here in the next few days. And, um, and Kathy saying that, uh, go to bed, look tired. <laughs> I always look tired. But there's more to do when this is done. So, um. Oh, we have that we one have, from the UK drop. Yeah, Metzaloid35 just dropped in from the UK to say hello. Well, thank you very much. Appreciate that from the UK. It is 
You just getting up? <laughs> it's like five in the morning out there. Okay. So appreciate that. And yeah, um, yeah, Andrew's asking, Mike sleeps? <laughs> I do. Just not as much as I should. Um, yeah. Um, so we'll see you guys all next Tuesday. Of course, we'll have a Friday night ghost frights coming up. And um, this weekend, I'm looking to do um, another one of the uh, Goldenrod investigation videos, one of the, the final ones. Actually, that is our last. This is our last um, big Goldenrod investigation. And then um, we'll do a whole tribute video following that sometime be early next year so um all right everybody have a good night shama my love thank you very much for joining us tonight <laughs> i love you and uh love you <laughs> good night whoops nope <laughs> right. you're like love you boom done throw the phone down <laughs> it's like you're spiking the phone i love you Sorry. boom <laughs> yeah all got right excited. <laughs> got excited there we go i like that <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great night.